Welcome to the Teach Me Lit podcast. I'm Sophie Tuvey and I love talking about books and helping you to revise for English literature and go deeper in the texts you're studying. To Kill a Mockingbird Revision podcast, today I'm talking about religion in the novel. Now, understanding the religion um, or the religious aspects of To Kill a Mockingbird are going to be really helpful to be honest, whatever theme or essay you end up writing in an exam, because your understanding of context is really crucial. And religion, religious beliefs in the 1930s are really going to influence the way you read the novel and having an understanding of them is going to be really important. So first of all, then, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird is set in the southern states. Um, So they follow um, Christianity. But one of the main points that Lee wants to make throughout the novel is the massive problem of hypocrisy. So the problems of racism and prejudice, which really undermine the so-called Christian beliefs of these communities. Um, And not just the racism and the prejudice, but also the severity um, of their viewpoints, the kind of um, extremities of, you know, we're the good guys, um, other people are the bad guys, and the severity of their judgment on those who morally transgress. So our first encounter with this kind of thinking is with the story of Boo Radley. Um, his family are very religious and Miss Maudie um, sort of comments on the way that they've used the Bible as a weapon. Um, she says, sometimes the Bible in the hand of one man is worse than a whiskey bottle. Um, and what's really interesting is the person that we see in the novel who is consistently drunk is Bob Ewell, who obviously is one of the worst characters in the novel and treats his daughter Mayella appallingly. So can old Mr. Radley be just as bad a father as Bob Ewell, who is obviously openly abusive to his daughter? Well, what Miss Maudie's suggesting here is that, yes, Mr. Radley's religious oppression of his son um, is just as bad as the kind of brutal beating, um, potentially sexual assault that Bob Ewell um, commits on a regular basis against his daughter Mayella. Basically, Mr. Radley's religious viewpoint is an extreme form of Protestantism that says, in Miss Maudie's words, anything that's pleasure is a sin. So she says how people from Mr. Radley's um, kind of uh, church have said to her, um, me and my flowers are going to hell. And that kind of um, strong judgmentalism is something that Lee portrays very unfavorably throughout the novel. Now, we do go to church in the novel um, in chapter 12 with Calpurnius Church. And what's really interesting there is that this is obviously a very warm and vibrant community, um, despite their struggles, despite the injustices against this community and the poverty they face. They pull together to help um, Helen Robinson and her children. And although in some ways uh, we might feel slightly uncomfortable at Reverend Sykes's insistence on bolting the doors until everyone's coughed up basically and donated enough money to support Helen. In another sense, it's really beautiful the way the community out of their poverty give to help Helen Robinson and they stand by her. So even though they're a poor community, they've got very low literacy, um, the viewpoint of religion from Calpurnia's perspective seems a lot more genuine and a lot more positive than say um, 
the Radley House. But then we also have um, the Ladies Missionary Society, um, which Aunt Alexandra is hosting um, after the trial of Torrance is over. Um, now, there's a real irony here in that the Ladies Missionary Society is basically a bit of an excuse for the women of Maycomb to get together eat very nice cake um, and gossip. Um, and so under the kind of banner of religion, uh, to give it kind of credence, the women get together for essentially a social chit-chat. But they do have a slightly religious focus in that they usually hear about missionary work overseas. And so Grace Merriweather drones on about the Marunas, who are obviously some kind of tribe, perhaps in an area of Africa that um, she knows a missionary working with them. Now, the irony in this situation is that um, the Ladies' Missionary Society, particularly Grace Merriweather, have more concern about the Marooners than they do about the black community under their noses, and particularly Helen Robinson and her children, who are in dire need now that Tom has been convicted and taken off to jail. Um, Grace Merriweather tells Scout that she is fortunate to live in a Christian home with Christian folks in a Christian town. Out there, there's nothing but sin and squalor, is what she says. And when someone then mentions the case of Tom Robinson, she says, well, we should forgive and forget. In other words, the white people should offer forgiveness to Helen for the fact that uh, Tom is guilty of this horrendous crime which just seems absurd. Um, she also says that we should help her lead a Christian life um, for those children. So rather than actually put their money where their mouth is and actually do anything to help Helen, she basically says it's her pastor's job to morally instruct her um, and help her out. Um, and then she goes back to sort of talking about the Marooners again. So massive hypocrisy and irony that, you know, there's a real situation under their noses um, and yet they can't see it. This kind of religion is obviously not very genuine and not presented very positively at all. Finally, not long after that incident, we have a scene in the school where a new teacher, Miss Gates, is teaching Scout um, that about democracy in the wake of the 1930s and the rise of Hitler in Germany. So Miss Gates writes on the board and gets the class to recite, we are a democracy. And she explains, we don't believe in persecuting anybody. But Scout herself by this point can see the way that Maycomb doesn't see the blindness in their, in their own perception. Scout asks Jem, how can you hate Hitler so bad? and then turn around and be ugly about folks right at home. She sees the irony now of um, these religious messages and yet the way that people behave. So there's a sense in the novel of um, a real criticism, a real critical tone towards hypocritical um, religion. But perhaps hope lies with the good side of humanity that is reinforced. Ultimately, as Scout and Jem grow up, and they learn to practice empathy, um, that is where the hope lies in the future rather than traditional judgmental religion. If you've enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, please hit subscribe and share it with a friend. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, just search for Teach Me Lit. 
I'm always open to requests, so if you want me to talk about a text you're studying, get in touch. Thank you for listening. See you next time on the Teach Me Lit podcast.